Welcome back to the Brain Candy Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, hostesses, hostess. Where are you going with that? Hostess sounds like I'm working at a restaurant. Uh, <laughs> either way, I'm Sarah, and here with me, as always, the lovely Susie Meister. Hi. Hi, guys. Good to be back. How are you, Sus? Real good. Real good, Sarah. Are you nice and full from the delicious egg sandwich you just made for me? I am. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Oh, it was so good. Susie made me my very first egg sandwich ever. I mean... Egg salad sandwich. That's shocking to me. It's just a classic I know. I don't know why. I never thought I would like it, but I loved it. Mm. The pickles are a Susie original Well, I like it like that. I can go back for more. (laughs) And I saw the little piece that you didn't eat over there, and I almost picked it up and ate it. I was going to bring that up because... Um, Allison Rosen, whose podcast is great. Uh, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. She does a segment all the time called, is it just me or everyone? And <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. Cause I always leave at least one bite of whatever I'm eating. You oh should. <laughs> Why? Why? Because that's a good, like there's a, I think it's a Japanese. Oh yeah. Th- where it says eat until you're. 80% full. Yeah, so leave, and I even heard 30%. Like, leave your stomach 30% empty. Oh. Well, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> You're right. My, is there anywhere, I'm like 130% full. I don't do it um, it's just the delicious consciously. Stuff. It's not like... A, really? No. You just do it. Yeah. And if I think so like about leave it... Leave one out for your homies? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's like... Oh, I didn't eat all of it. Oh, it's like a mental Even thing. I, yeah. It's 12 feet Well, I'll long. tell you, my husband has been like on this, you know, and, and since we've always like <clears throat> worried about our diet and stuff like that, you know, he said, I'm just going to eat what I want to eat and I'll just le- always leave some on my plate. And it has been so successful for him and he looks great and he's like happy because he gets to eat what he wants to eat. Wow. That's a trick. I read an article the other day about how losing weight really is about changing your environment like the trick about using a smaller plate yep um and there was some other stuff that it was just like changing I'm iffy about the smaller plate thing okay because sometimes i feel like it doesn't because i'm using a smaller plate and i know sometimes the one who put the food on there it feels like i'm really getting less Whereas if I just put it on a bigger plate, it, well, it also, it feels more like a snack, like a snack. It doesn't feel like a meal to me. So I said, oh, I, in my mind, I'm like, oh, well, I just had a little plate of this. So I'll get another, oh, interesting. whatever. So if I were to sit, if I sit down and I have a full dinner plate and you know, everything's on one plate instead of like the salad over here and the, you know, mm-hmm. whatever else I'm eating over there. It feels like a full meal, and then when I'm done, I'm like, okay, well, I already had my meal. I'm done, rather than like I'm just snacking here and there. And I read like if you have fruit and vegetables at like um, a school cafeteria by the register, they have, they eat more of that because they'll buy it at the end impulsively. But a thirty percent increase as well if the say they were carrots. If they were described as crunchy carrots. Oh, good. There's something about... Yeah, we should do it like that. The words that isn't more enticing than yeah. just like a carrot sitting out. So the point of the article was... To, actually, we, you and I had talked about this. was about how so much of what we do in our life is um, on autopilot. Yep. And so if you change some things, then you're more consciously eating and or behaving in general. Yeah, you know, another uh, trick for that is take a different route home. 
Yeah. That's a big one. It's so good for your brain. Like change things up just a little bit. Like take a shower in the other bathroom than you normally. Just changing your routine is Hmm. you think different. You observe more. It's, it's really, there's a lot of uh, uh, science to that. You know what I think is a bunch of bullshit is that, um, a bunch of bullshit bullshit is that luminosity or whatever that website where it's like makes you smart and they got sued. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you enjoy it, that's cool. And also I'd say it's better than say watching everything else we do television for (laughs) 12 hours, whatever. Um, so I but also you're not read it smarter. That's why they got sued and they had to pay out money. Right. It's not going to make you smart. It's not going to increase. It'll it'll make you better at whatever task that is. Like I I uh, recently read this whole article in um uh what was it in so people can look it up. It was in the science. What's the science one that I really like? What's the science? Popular, about? Popular science. science. Thank you. In popular science about. Uh, six months ago, there was an article on brain myths, and it said people who do crossword puzzles, the effects of doing crossword puzzles is you get better at doing crossword puzzles. Yeah. That was it. It was like all, you know, all these studies only make you good, but there are some of those skills that can translate into other things in real life. Like, um, you know, Maybe faster hand-eye coordination is a good thing or just being able to count numbers very fast or being able to do multiplication or or addition quickly in your head. That's good. But it's not going to, you know, make you... It's not going to increase your critical thinking or your emotional intelligence, Hmm. which are things that really make you a smart, well-rounded person who's successful. Well, so just do it if you enjoy it then. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I I just think that kind of stuff is good because it gets people, if people are, if people are thinking that they're training their brain, then they are training their brain Mm -hmm. because the placebo effect is absolutely legit. And if they're thinking that they're training their brain by using luminosity and getting smarter, then I guarantee you they're going to be more interested in than reading books that are at a higher level or watching documentaries about stuff that maybe they thought before they weren't smart enough to watch. So I think it has like a a weird effect in other. Do you walk around like feeling smart? Is that something it's part of your identity, right? You know, no, I used to like, I had a, I have a friend who is a medical doctor who uh, told me this once he said, in, when I got my graduate degree, I thought, or no, when I got my undergrad, my bachelor degree, I thought I knew everything. When I got my graduate degree, I realized I knew nothing. When I got my PhD, I realized nobody knows anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of how it goes. It's like you really learn what you don't know. And when you're learning stuff that... I don't know. I think it has a lot of weight or like, it just seems, it seems like the more I know, the more I don't know, you know, like I have all this information on how to help people, but the real life application of that, or it's, it's just, 
there's so much more that's out there. You think, how can you ever really know? Well, funnily enough, you and I were texting this morning about some people that we saw that were going to be on an upcoming season of reality television. No, the season <laughs> on right now. I didn't know. Oh, they're on right now. They're on right now. Oh, oh, I thought you meant like that were just cast or something. No, they're on TV right now. But I felt guilty about what I said because I thought maybe they are smart. Maybe they are. You're right. I mean, you can get naked and be a slut and still be smart. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't even know if they're sluts. I'm just judging That's by true. the pictures you showed me. We, I was just, I mean, I, I looked on, you know, it, Instagram showed me like people who you should follow or whatever. And there are some people from the new challenge. And so I clicked, or the new real, uh, real world and I clicked on it and they were just, they were very different profiles than mine. I'll put it <laughs> that way. Well, which is fine. I'm fine. I mean, like, Why go ahead. Why does it bother ahead. us, though? Because we both sort I of would, like, oh, jeez. And, and maybe, I don't know. It's it's kind of like I said in the body issue. Like, I want to be known for my body of work, not my body. And I want somebody to look at me first. And, you know, it's it's hard to hear. Even say they did have PhDs. It's hard to hear about a PhD in, you know, molecular biology when you're posing nude in front of me. It's... <laughs> and. Why did I they wish. have pictures and like it'd be that? the same thing if you were a guy. If you're a guy and you were standing naked and, you know, with a, you know what, in your hand, <laughs> then <laughs> I probably wouldn't be able to focus on astrophysics if that were your major. Were those pictures taken, like, since they were on the show? Is that what They were, I just, I just, cl- I just screenshot their Instagram Like the photos. latest picture? Like the, yeah, like the three that were in their top five wow they're they're their first five that came up i didn't have to have like, you not scroll been watching them. the show no i can't i feel like it's watching uh, it's kind of like uh it would be like going back to the football game when you are when you've already graduated high school like going back to the like homecoming <laughs> fo- like in your right. head you're going like ugh, they're not as good as our our class mm-hmm. class of you know 2000 was way better than this yeah and so i feel like i have that like senioritis or whatever they senior like recently graduated alumni view of like, ugh, and then I watch it. And I'm like, Oh, was I like that? Holy crap. Click. <laughs> but I do like that. There's, there's a guy on there who's, um, speaking out about his sexual abuse. And I really think that that is important that the, um, you know, male sexual abuse survivors get some attention because it does happen to four out of 10 males. So that's come a, on. Yes. Four out of ten males and six out of ten women under the age of eighteen will experience sexual abuse sometime in their life. Hmm. That's terrible statistics. There and those really are reported. Is. Those are the ones that are reported. We don't even know about the underreported <gasps> ones. That's depressing. Yeah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Um. Okay, so... In theory, this episode is supposed to be another edition of our favorite. Oh, I have to do my saying. Lifestyles of the wind. 
I don't walk in. <laughs> I think I'm getting better. I was practicing yesterday in the car. <laughs> you were not. Yeah, well, just in my head, I was like, like I also think like I I try to like like if if what's his name? I always forget. Robin Leach. Robin Leach and Pee Wee Herman had a love <laughs> child. Then that would probably be me. Lifestyles of the red. <laughs> Why do you think we love doing this so much? Not that voice, but this Well, I do love theme. doing that. Um, because... Because everybody's weird. Everybody's a little weird. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If th- there are weird things I do. We all do weird stuff. Yeah. Have you thought about any more weird stuff that you do? You have to... I don't feel like we got enough weird stuff out of you. <clears throat> you heard about my pick the nail polish off thing that we talked about last time. And a lot of people said that they did the same thing. Yeah. Picked out their nail polish and put it in little piles. Yeah. So how mad can I be at my husband who does it with toenails? <laughs> Pretty mad. <laughs> okay. Nail polish, toenails is like the same thing. I don't know. Um, it's not. It's There's not. something gross about nails. So what's your weird thing? Um, let's see. I don't know. It's not weird. We always talk about how I pick my face. Oh, when yeah. Well, a lot of people do that. Um, I think you can get hypnosis. Let's go to hypnosis together and videotape that. I would, I would love to. I want it too. Because I want it because I eat too compulsive. much. You eat too much. I don't have an off switch. Do you, but really, do you? Because what are we talking about here? Like, I eat an entire bag of popcorn in one sitting. <laughs> like what kind? And then afterwards, I feel sick. Really? Yes, because I didn't. I'm like, it's not conscious eating. It's totally unconscious. Like, whoa. And I also know I'm a sleep eater, and I'm. I want to have hypnosis for that. Yeah. What are you? What are you hungry for? Like, what are you so hungry? Attention, love, <laughs> power. Oh God! Wonder why? Well, I guess we all have our things, right? So we're gonna go to hypnosis, but okay. Um, I wanted to talk about this article that I read. Where? Uh, let's see. It's a Buddhist monk. To the headline is the two hundred year old mummy of a Buddhist monk was just found, and apparently he's not dead. What? <laughs> so I was like, well, this I've got to see, you know? Yeah. And there are pictures of this mummified man. Okay, I have to look. Hang on, yeah. people. Uh, what? <laughs> and he's the, in, yes, he, is, he, is he alive? No. Of 200 course. years old? Uh, well, what, what you said? It says apparently... Why would you say it like that, then? That's just the headline. I... I didn't say it like that. So it's in the lotus position or whatever. Yeah. Of course he's dead. Right. But here's the funny thing. Uh, It says the hands are in a certain position. This is a sign that the Lama is not dead, but it is a very deep meditation according to the ancient tradition of Buddhist Lamas. I got news for you, people. (laughs) Mo Frere over there is dead. (laughs) I think it's cute, but like... I learned a lot about these the practices of of Buddhist monks when I was studying. And yes, one of the guys in my department was a Buddhist monk from uh, Sri Lanka, and um, they talk a lot about these guys that meditate for like right. ten years and they never get up to go to the bathroom. What about the guy with his hand in the air? Yes. Okay. What a the lot heck? Of these and and there are people that just sit for years and like don't eat or go to the bathroom or whatever. And so, so what, the, what is that? I mean, it depends. We don't know. It could be a miracle or it could be a, a scam or but the guy with the hand in the air. 
You've seen that one, right? No, I've just heard of like Google in it right now. Okay. He, this hand has been in the air for like that many years and it is, it looks like that mummy. Monk with hand in the yep, air. Yeah, it'll come up. Guaranteed. You people can look it up at home. But they, and they had cameras on him for a long time and he never puts it down. And then he also does the like, not going to eat thing. I can't explain it. He's been holding his his arm in the air since 1973. Yeah. Hold on. I need a picture of this. Yeah. Click on images. It's, it's, it's interesting. You'll know exactly. Is it this guy? Exactly when you see it. Yeah. That would be it. It's probably just a broken arm and it's like fucked up like that. Oh. You know what I mean? Like it has to say that he way. Claim, yeah, he claims it's kept his right hair, hand in the air since 1973. 38 years later, his hand is just as a useless piece of skin and bone. Ugh. Well, here's the thing. What we do know. I couldn't do any of that. Is. And that also I don't think wouldn't get me any closer to God. We have a problem because. Oh, there we go. Um, they, we do know that these. Sometimes they um, self-immolate, like they set themselves on fire to protest like injustice around the world, and they meditate while they're doing it, and they don't flinch. They're on fire and to death, and they don't make any moves. So there is power yes, in meditation, absolutely. and they do absolutely lower their heart rates and their everything, so that they are burning like zero calories and things like that. So. There's some pretty and amazing pretty things. Pretty much that can whatever happen. you believe will like the mind is a very, very, yeah. very, very powerful yeah. thing. So who knows? But and if you can train it to only think one way and you've had that mm. since you were born to think a certain way, oh oh Yeah. So I don't know. I just wanted to talk about it because it's a little curious thing that goes on and we don't really know. And I also was reading today about the, there's somebody here in Fresno who says that their, um, statue of Virgin Mary is like weeping. I love when that happens. Yeah. I was wanting to go because it's nearby. Well, why don't we take a field trip? <laughs> Bring any podcast on the road. On the road. You see, I am convinced Mary. we should do a whole series where we do a road trip. I think so too. And stop at all those fucked up, like biggest yarn ball. And yep, all I'd love that it. Stuff. I'd get out my knitting needles and just start knitting right there. I'm sure somebody said that before. It's basically like our version of road rolls, really. Yeah, with no prizes. No <laughs> reward. No self-respect. No. <laughs> but I do have one of those cowhead horn things we can tie to the front of our... See, that means my we should Jeep. do it. Well, um, we were talking about going camping when we were drunk yeah. last week. Oh, wait, you're coming with me. <laughs> yeah. I think we really should we rent an RV and put um, GoPros up in it, and then people can watch this. That'd be great. It would be hilarious. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. I can totally drive that thing. So that'll be I bet you could too. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be kickstarting for that too. too. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. 
Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Um, but anyway, yeah, so the lady says her statue's weeping and like they had one in... So what happens there? Um, again, What's going on? it depends on what you believe. It might be a miracle. I, or that, uh, it might the be a scientist in me pipe. doesn't like that. There's well, always yeah. an explanation. Sure. But it is But weird. I want to know what that this one is. Like what is I it? I tried to get my my um the professor that mentored me she is an expert in stigmata. Oh, yeah. And I tried to get her to tell me, like, oh, what is the what deal? Is, what's the deal? But she is a practicing Catholic. And so she, I was just like, what are we dealing with here? And she was like, we don't know. Like, no, <laughs> we know. But tell me. That's another thing. Where is it like? Um, I saw that movie, The Gift. Or, no, The Seventh Seal. Have you seen that? With no. Demi Moore. You have to see it. Or The Seventh Sign, I think it is. Okay. Oh, my God. It's so good. <clears throat> like all about that stuff well what are you what are you uh inclined to think is happening with these types of things well i think there's always a scientific explanation for something but i also do think that there are some things science can't explain and i don't know if that's that we haven't discovered that like i don't think you can be somebody who says that they believe in science without accepting that you don't know yeah, are... people are criticizing you. Do you see that on uh, no. something? I don't know if it's an iTunes review or somewhere where they're mad that you say you're such a lover of science, but you like like astrology and other things like superstitious, superstitious stuff. and <laughs> Not just little seditious stuff. <laughs> and there's been a few th- uh, psychics and things like well, that. Well, and with the psychics, like, listen, I go in um, just with an attitude of I don't know. And if you... I've just seen some things that I can't say are not true. Just because you love science doesn't mean you have it all figured out. Doesn't mean, and I don't know. And I think there are a lot of scientists out there who go, well, we just don't know enough about this. That's fair. Yeah. But when you, when you give me evidence that says something is not true or evidence of that something is true. I believe that. Mm-hmm. And like you take on tested, you know, scientific method, all that. Yeah. I'm for it. <laughs> but until <laughs> then I'm like, I don't know all things. Who knows? Yeah. It makes things more fun that way. Yeah. That's the fun of life. I, I feel it's so boring to be. What is it? I think it's Socrates. who said the only thing I know is that I know nothing. Yeah. See, that's the theme of this episode. That's what we should call it. We don't know anything. We don't, we don't know, know any- shit. The episode where we don't know shit. <laughs> um, I wanted to bring up another art. Did you have something you want to bring up? I don't want to hog the headlines no, here. T- talk away. Am I kind of bleed into this? Oh, I know what I wanted to say. Speaking of Buddhist monks, uh-huh. guess where my mom just got back from? Oh, where? John of God in Brazil. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I saw him on Oprah. So what do you know about him? That he's proclaimed to be a miracle worker in Brazil and you have to wear all white when you go to him and that he wears all white and he performs these, um, physical healing miracles and such on people and they come from all over the world. So my mom said that she had this spiritual surgery done 
And she said it was so intense that she couldn't even walk afterwards and she had to take a taxi back to wherever she was staying. What kind, what kind of surgery? I have no idea. She's just sent me a postcard from here. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. This is kind of a teaser because we know. don't have any of the I don't deets. Have any, I don't have any details, but... It reminded me... Did you ever see the movie Man in the Moon? Man on the Moon with um, about Andy Kaufman, the comic? Yeah. When he wanted to cure his cancer and then he went to one of these places and the guy, like, it looked like he was taking the cancer out of him, but it was just like a an illusion Mm -hmm. and he the joke was that andy kaufman was the king of like big hoaxes Uh and pranks and Uh then he got hoaxed his own medicine yeah Yeah. (gasps) but so i picture it like that where it's like oh yeah because it's always like psychosomatic stuff it's Uh not like someone was blind and now they see well and like we were saying with the placebo thing like if you whatever you believe will be like, if you believe that you're ill, you'll feel sick. But your mom will be mad at me because she, she's going to post on my wall. She's going to be mad at me, too. She's going to be like, this is the real deal. I, but that's cool. If it is for you, then it is. Yeah, yes, that's what I say. It's like, if it is the real deal for you, then it is. Because there are people, like, the placebo effect is strong. Strong. I mean, if he raises somebody from the dead, I'll be super impressed with that. And? Like, from the grave. <laughs> Susie wants zombies, ladies and gentlemen. I'm ready for it. I got my zombie apocalyptic survival guide in the crate. If we can get this in the car, why are if we can get this thing with zombies? Tell me. I think people are obsessed with anything that defies or that's like taboo, and I think that's the ultimate taboo. Like we, it's the just there are certain subjects that are just so like. Oh, create like the uh, the uh, death is so that's the ultimate the ultimate yeah. like you know what I mean so for for there to be something that defies death and and that's I think something we're all fascinated in. I think there's the same fascination with that as there is with the afterlife in general with ghosts and there's no more fascination with zombies as there is with psychics or ghosts or um heaven well it's really on trend right now though yeah i think it's just well and if you ask me it's we absolutely could have a zombie breakout okay why i'll bite (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) what do you mean what do i mean okay there if if there were a neurotoxin that you were able to put out that that had like did anything basically like giving people rabies Kinda, but if you did something that were to enlarge or shut down or have some effect of the amygdala with like our fear centers and like you switched off like the higher functioning part of the brain or you created a virus that attacked the frontal lobe that was our, our, like our higher functioning and the thing that separates us from like animals, like there's like what they call the mammalian brain and the, the reptilian brain and like the reptilian brain, like reptiles will eat their babies because they don't, they just will because that nature says so. But when you have this higher, more evolved brain, you don't, you care for them. And so if they were able to shut off the higher evolved part, we would absolutely eat our I guess I just don't understand why they keep walking like that. (laughs) 
the dumbest episode ever. It's not. There are people, <laughs> I, I swear, you know who we have to get on here? Avery. Avery from the challenge. She knows all about it. That girl is freaking went to zombie survival camp. She like knows all about this stuff and she'd come why? on here and she'd be like, here's why it's true and here's why Sarah's right. And I'm telling you, zombie outbreak oh, yeah, that's could what I for want. sure happen. I want to have a guest on that goes to a zombie apocalypse <laughs> training camp to tell me why Sarah's right. <laughs> What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I read an article about a Republican senator who is, well, he's running for Senate and, um, he, they discovered that he was a drag queen for eight years. <laughs> I love it well, so it's much. Amazing. And also but now he's like, thinks that's wrong. And he was, are ashamed. you kidding me? No. Are he's you a Republican? Freaking kidding me? Yeah. How can you, how can you master the art of contouring your tits? And then deny people equal rights. Yep. Fuck you, Senator. Also, Stephen speaking Wiles. of fuck, I was listening to our one of our last podcasts. I cursed so much in it. I we bring out the worst in each other. I was like a freaking marine or mili- or truck what driver. What happens? Is it the wine? I don't. I don't. I was real feisty the other day. And I curse, so I apologize for all the f bombs I, I dropped. Had to email. And now my grandma started listening. So my ninety-eight-year-old <laughs> grandmother is listening to me talk about bags of dicks. Oh, why? Would and, she, how does she even know how to listen? Well, my aunt set her up with it. Your aunt listens. Uh, it's all bad. It's just. And then everybody's like, all my fa- my mother-in-law is like, I, set me up with a podcast. I'm like, don't set her up with a podcast. Oh my God. I appreciate all the support. I know. I love the support. Don't get me wrong. But I also like, I have a lot of splendid to do at the dinner table. <laughs> that is great. Well, you know what? I had to email Plato did and tell them to put in- to, to make us explicit. <laughs> I'm like, we are not. Why do you have us as clean? Oh, we're definitely not a family show. Right. We had a whole episode about wieners. A whole episode <laughs> about dicks. So anyway, I the the senator that was a drag queen I love, but I also well, wanted to know if like you're a fan of drag queens. Seuss. Not that that's weird or wacky. Of I course, just, it's a little you know on I the fringe. Them. I love them. I love them. In fact, I wish. That I could dress up like that. Because I think it's getting to play around with, with femininity in a way that's totally different. And like getting to to have like exaggerated femininity. And I, you know, as somebody who's like, I, I, you know, do my hair and put on a dress every now and then. But I wouldn't say I'm like super feminine. So to get to like be that over the top yeah. character. And I just would love to lip sync to like any, you know, what female power ballad. Be? Um, oh, I think I, I do love, oh, no, no, I know what I would do, which I've done at many a karaoke nights is, um, uh, I touch myself by the divinals. (laughs) I just think it's the best 
Yeah, most it's hilarious a one. It's a crowd pleaser or walk like an Egyptian. That one's a good one. Mine is it's raining men. <gasps> yeah, oh my god! If girls. you ever wanted to do the intro to that, ha ha! Where are your weather girls? Mm-hmm. And have we got news for you? you better, better listen. listen. <laughs> Get ready. Oh, you lovely girls. Is it girls? And leave okay. those umbrellas at home. Yeah. <laughs> Humidity is rising. Ooh, rising. <laughs> Barometer is getting low. Hello. <laughs> I can't believe you know the words. It's so I great. know everyone. This is why we're meant to be. We could take this on the road. We could be drag queens. We should work on this. We should be drag queen versions of ourselves, like exaggerated <laughs> versions of self. That's like, so hard to do. You know, like like when Adele enters the Adele look like yes. contest and she like loses, <laughs> or like Charlie Chaplin. Like you and I should enter like a reality star look like contest and just be exaggerated versions of Susie and Sarah That's from really the challenge. Funny. And we would probably lose, this which I'd be totally fancy, fine with. But it's so great. Getting low, 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 low. Why didn't they have more hits? Those ladies had pipes. I know. The Weather Girls? Yes. Oh, so good. Uh (laughs) I wanted to tell you, I've told you about this project that I'm working on where I have to, well, I'm sending letters to serial killers. I love it. Well, I can't believe that I've gotten a message from your husband or a picture from your husband with all of the serial killers' addresses on there. And then I was like... No, it was, that was on Facebook. Okay, it was on Facebook. And yeah. then I was like, oh my God. There was like this 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 flash that went through my head of like, that's their personal info. Then I'm like, oh wait, they're in, <laughs> they're in jail. They don't really have addresses. They're not going to be offended that you're leaking their information. No, it's public. Public knowledge. So what did you what did you put in your letters? Well, I wrote to BTK, the BTK killer. He is so Bind, fascinating. Torture, kill. Bind, torture, kill. And his story is so interesting to me because he was this quote-unquote normal guy in are. like Kansas or something. And he was married to this woman and had two kids and was a deacon at his church. Oh, Lord. And he, um, they all get found out because they'd start like getting an ego and like yep. writing to the police officers and kind of taunting them like, oh, you didn't find me yet. And he got caught because he sent them a disc. And wait, no, the funny thing is he sent them a letter beforehand and said, if I send you a disc, will you be able to know where I am? And they were like, no. <laughs> True story. <laughs> and so he's like, okay. Like he thought he had a trusting relationship. Oh, I know this story because they did a lot in order of the, from the headlines about it. Oh my God. So. And so he sent them the disc so then they could trace it. They traced it to his church. And then he, uh, they contacted his daughter and got her DNA and did a test and he had uh, ejaculated on his victim, oh, so they had his DNA. Oh my god! His da- own daughter. Well, I'm looking at his picture. He is creepy. He is creepy. But I mean, normal. Gosh. Looks like any old guy. Yeah, but, but you know creeper. what? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> not, not now that we know he's BTK. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. 
Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Um, what what TV show was it on? I think it was on Amy Schumer, who was so funny. She did this whole sketch about a a glasses store that only sold glasses to (laughs) cult leaders and serial killers (laughs) and and pedophiles because they all have the same, like, Horrible. <laughs> like the the way the glasses are rimmed like that. And most of the time the glasses are also featured in their sketch. Like the the right. you know. Yeah. Although the, the Unabomber had some uh, kick ass uh, aviators. Oh yeah, those you know. I wrote a letter to him. So did you call did you refer to him as what is the BTK? Oh my god, He's what like, if I did? What if I was like Dear Dear BT- BTK? His name's Dennis. Yeah, it's like, like Mr. Raider. Mr. Raider. And he's, he, I read that when he writes back, he likes to talk about, oh my God, his, I'm so nervous about you getting a letter back. I use my real address on it too. Susie. Well, they all have life sentences. And friends. And friends. Outside of jail. I hadn't thought about that. Oh my God. <laughs> I do need to get a post office box. Susie. We need one for the show. We okay, really Can do. we just get one? We have to get one. Because oh, we'll I keep sending out later. things to people. And we need ass. stuff. Okay. We should eat. This is a horror. Susie's sending. You have a child here. I stay here. I stay here. <laughs> I mean, well, okay. I, there's nothing I can do now. I already sent them. I know. Well, I sent them Lord to Charles Manson, BTK, Unabomber. And who was the last one? There was somebody else. Um, oh, Son of Sam. Son of Sam. That is great David because Berkowitz. he found Jesus. And you can watch a video of him in jail talking about it. And it is so interesting because, explain this to me, Doc, psycho- mm-hmm. a psychologist. I assume, so a lot of these people are either you know sociopath or psychopathic people. And then they also have the violent thing which you know some sociopaths never do anything violent yeah they call well, it the trip the try like the trifecta like the yeah triple. they have all this bad stuff but so that's just the way it goes you're that you can't undo that but when you watch this video of him now he seems like a totally nice articulate cool guy i think that's a big old sham i'm gonna show it to you when we're done because i really would love to know what you think because to me, it's like, wait, maybe something about religion. Because it does appeal to, like, addicts and stuff. Yeah, and also appeals to the, the psychopathic, per- like, a, 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 a antisocial personality. Why? Like, remember when we when you interviewed that doctor mm-hmm. who the studied psychopath, psychopath brains? Mm-hmm. Um, he said that... That same kind oh, of brain God, has yeah, an affinity did. for religion, and you'll also find you'll often find that serial killers and people like that have other people in their family who went the other direction. Okay, that's true. And there's got to be something about. <clears throat> well, anyway, whatever. Okay, but it worked. Like he is 
uh, sorry. He's. I think they're. I think they're lies. That's horrible. I do. They're all of the living have hope, Sarah. I'm. I just. I. Because he was legitimately. He's legitimately ill. Like he. He saw. He had hallucinations. Yeah, he thought he did. there was a dog telling mm-hmm. him to go kill people. The dog was yeah, the devil. Yeah, but maybe he's on medicine. Okay, he could be medicated. Because don't they do that in jail? Yeah. Yeah. And so then he he's like a normal fucking guy. He should have just gone to a doctor. I'm sorry to Sarah's grandma for my language. Mm, God, I'm actually nervous. But I'm, I'm happy if if people get better, then that's great. Mm. You're but if happy? you've already used murdering people as your coping mechanism, and that becomes like embedded in you, that that's the. I feel like that's like an itch you can't. I don't know. I have, I would that's have to what, research. That's why more. I'm asking you because. That's what they say. That like, I think it's. I think it's a. It's a. In, I think it's instinctual to like. Want, I don't want to well, because they. they it's, I've heard it described, which helped me understand it as. Let's say you have this urge and then you do it, yeah. like Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Then you might feel bad or whatever. Wish you hadn't, and then you stop for a while. But it's like having to go to the bathroom where you can hold your pee for a while mm-hmm. and you can hold it pretty long, but eventually you do have to pee. Mm-hmm. It's like that where then eventually you do need to kill again in order to quench mm-hmm. or itch. That's scratch that itch or whatever yeah. you said. So I don't know how then you could turn your life it. around. You'd have to replace. Well, that's where I guess that's where the religion side comes in because you'd have to replace that with something. Yeah, you, you have get to have that a strong euphoria. enough urge and strong enough that over something else. But it's the same. I think this. Ugh, I'm going to get heat for this because I'm compare. I I know I'm. This is a gr- huge generalization, but the same way if you have a dog that has attacked before and attacked a person and. Oh. Then you rehabilitate the dog. The dog may be wonderful and nice, but in the right circumstances, if he experiences the stressor that he can't handle, that instinctive coping mechanism is going to come to the surface again, and it's almost going to be like a dog attacking, and you can't. That's why they deny them parole or or, uh, or whatever. Well, I wanted. I, I looked forward. absolutely. That's every time. Freaking! I watched when Son of Sam was up for. Um, isn't that what it's called? Parole up for parole, or you know? I'm and sure he was not. Yes, he was. It was. Yeah, and How they denied. They, even... they said he he tried to he tried to. Um, I'm gonna look it up because I did I I did a, a report on this when I was in high school. Um, so Sam Berkowitz. His name is David. Oh, David. I always call it Sam. Yeah, Sam yeah, Sam. I do that every single time. David Berkowitz. I do that. Yeah. Time. I but, would be shocked, though, given his history, if they even had that as an option, parole. But um, although I think Charles Manson... Yeah, they can... They After has, a few, they can, like... For good behavior or whatever. Um, yeah. They're never so going he was to, denied parole fun. in March of 2014. Who? Son of Sam. Jeez. He wanted out of prison. And, and he, yeah. So he had a parole hearing in 2012 and 2014. Well, I cannot, I really hope I hear back from these people. Me too. Because I anticipate, if I tell people about it, 
that they will think that's horrible that you shouldn't give attention to these monsters, especially like the victims' families would be like, you know, we all know their names. We don't know the the names of these innocent people. Mm. But I mean, there is something interesting about the way the human brain can be so bad Mm -hmm. and so good and, and what causes one person to go this way and one person to go that way. And that's something interesting to me that I want to explore. Oh, there's so much to explore. Yeah. He was adopted. Yeah. There's a lot of questions to ask. Yeah. Oh, God, it makes me ill, too. Would you turn your brother in if he, if you knew that he was? Yes. I would. Yeah, I would. you would. I absolutely would. You never liked those two. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I love them. But I also... What if they were doing something that wasn't murder? Well, I found out that one of my brothers... Oh, this is fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, this was during... like, And I will say my brothers taught me a lot about boys and how boys are very different than girls. And my brother... And his friends, like, broke into some abandoned construction site and just started destroying stuff. Like, there was, like, an old... And this was old. It was, like, old stuff that had been there for forever. And they said there was, like, computers from, like, the ni- like 1999 in there. Oh, wow. Or earlier. Well, why were they and doing they just, Because they were, like, boys just wanting to wreck stuff. Oh, And they God. just went through and just were like, let's destroy this. And... I I would never let my brothers, I would always, I would say if, if they did something that hurt somebody else, like if they did something that, yeah. I, so you didn't report them? No, I didn't report them, I but think. I gave them a stern talk. <laughs> um, you know, and now they're good. Like one of them is a freaking firefighter. Like he's not doing anything. Turned his life around. He's turned his life around. That was the one who destroyed things. He's a firefighter now. Well, he was also like the brother who wanted to light things on fire became a firefighter. Well, so. you know, they say that's often the case uh-huh. of arsonists as well, <gasps> that they are fascinated arsonist. by fire. Yeah. And so uh, the same person that would be fascinated would want to be yeah. around it all the time. So yep. it does make sense. But keep my um, eye on that one. My eye on that one. Yeah. Right. Because they get caught, too, because you can tell who started fires. Yes, like, they want to get caught. Um. That's all I have for today. Do you have anything you want to talk about before we go? Hmm, uh, we talked about drag queens. I think I'm good. I am loving Back to Reality. I hope you guys are watching on oh, our YouTube channel. I can't wait for our next cha- mini challenge. And I love we do the um, live broadcast on Wednesdays so mm-hmm. people can do Q&A. Yes, our, tell them about the mini challenge in case they didn't see it. Okay, so on uh, Back to Reality, our recap episode of the challenge from Rivals 3, we compete in our own little mini challenge. So we take your favorite past challenges from a whole bunch of different old school challenges mm-hmm. and we shorten them. We recreate them. Recreate on them a smaller on a smaller scale. <laughs> and then Susie and I compete and we're going to keep a running tally of who wins the most mini challenges. And then at the end, she said like, you know, winner gets a hundred bucks, but I think we should do something else. Like winner has to like do something or loser has to do something. Mm. That's even better. That's even worse. Cause I anticipate losing. Yeah, I do anticipate winning. So it's oh, great okay. for me. I would, but wouldn't you want to win a hundred dollars? Well, yeah, but you'd rather watch me do something. <laughs> That's nice. Okay. You're right. I'll take the hundred bucks. <laughs> Well, at any rate, people, I think you guys will love it. If you have a particular challenge that yeah, you want us to recreate. Yeah, share your favorite challenges. 
I mean, we can find a way, even if you think we could never do a tightrope walk, we can find ways to make it silly. It's honest. Oh, you I, know. Have some, I have ideas. Yeah. Because ah. we did we did that on one, one challenge. There's all different stuff. You could choose anything. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So don't forget to subscribe. That's on YouTube. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And follow us on Instagram, Brain Candy Podcast. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye.